Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. They'll drive you happy. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers by giving them an offer within minutes. And they can do the same for you. Carvana will give you a real offer for your car within minutes. Then they'll come to pick up your car and pay you on the spot. So to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Hey, Tamika. Hey, what's going on? I'm doing okay. good. How are you doing? Hey, All Ladasha. Right. Hey. How y'all doing? We in the house. <laughs> yep. Represent. That's Represent. what I'm talking about. Jessica. <laughs> Boom. I know. Jessica playing in the house. <laughs> I just want to say I'm glad to have you guys back on the show again, as always. So, oh, as everybody... be back. Not a a problem. Glad to have you. So, this is actually going to be our Den of Thieves review. This movie came out in 2018. And, get this, the budget for this film at the time was actually $30 million. It grossed $80 million. Whoa. Really? Just $30 million? It looked like it was more than that. Yeah, the budget was just $30 million, which is actually unusual since it was actually filmed in Los Angeles. So I thought that the budget would be a lot bigger since they have to film in Los Angeles. Yeah, especially having Leonidas. Right, exactly. And then, of course, you also have Ice Cube's son, uh, O'Shea Jackson, in this film. You also have uh, 50 Cent in this film as well, Curtis Jackson. Yes. So... And then also, too, you also have Gerard Butler in this film as well. So you have pretty good casting from, uh, from my Pablo understanding. Pablo Strider. Yep. AKA, AKA my baby daddy. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's my baby daddy right she there. Yeah, crush on him, but I found out he is the half-brother of Lee Schreiber, who plays Ray Donovan. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. My other okay. baby daddy. Yeah, so she's you have a lot of baby daddies. Yeah, she got <laughs> that whole clan from the Striver clan. Is Mayor Cuomo still your um, quarantine? That's my boyfriend? quarantine boyfriend. Oh, so when quarantine's <laughs> over with, he's out, right? No, he'll just oh. be my normal boyfriend. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. But uh, I do have to say this: That's I remember show. renting. <laughs> but no, I remember actually renting this movie from uh, Redbox back in 2018. And, you know, I've been wanting to revisit this film again, so I'm just glad that it's back on Netflix to where I can actually watch this again and do a review for it. And I'm glad that you guys actually wanted to go ahead and do a review for this. This is just awesome. Oh, yeah. Did it come out in the movie theaters? Yeah, it actually came out in the movie theaters and everything. Oh. But it, I want to say another movie actually overcrowded that film mm. to where it didn't get that much publicity, it didn't get that much recognition for it until like oh. later on. So I wouldn't be surprised like a few years from now this would actually be a cult following. But I also found out recently 
too, that this is actually going to be a sequel to, they're actually making a sequel to this movie. Oh, sweet. So, oh, thank I don't goodness. Know. But everybody's dead, though. Well, don't forget, Spoiler all but two alert. people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alert. yeah, not, well, the mastermind, yeah, the mastermind is right. not, so... This is going to be a spoiler-free uh, review in case anybody wants to go and see this film and everything. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm glad you told Not me anymore. that, well, hey, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> they don't know, hey, they don't know the characters' names. They don't know anything, so they don't... I know. So you're good. Everybody dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord. We should have talked oh, about this no. before I got okay. on here. It's fine. <laughs> but... Oh, <laughs> this movie actually starts out in Los Angeles, like I mentioned, and it actually is filmed in Los Angeles. And it's about Marsco Marines led by Ray Marie, uh, Merman and an armed... Merman. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that part up for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <laughs> baby daddy now. Hey, all right, all right. Calm down. And, you know, they're actually uh, <laughs> going on ahead and hijacking an armored truck. And of course, they wind up firing at police officers, and then they wind up taking the money from this donut shop. And then the next day, that's when we actually have this whole entire plot actually unfold, whenever you have Gerard Butler that comes in. And, you know, when I first saw Gerard Butler on this film, I'm like, okay, he's not dressed like a normal cop or anything like that. You can definitely tell that this guy is just as pretty much a downright douchebag compared to who he's going to be trying to try and take down. <laughs> Because he's yeah. into strippers, he's into all kinds of different things that cops don't normally be in. So he's kind of like a dirty cop, but actually at the same time, he's a good cop at the same time. But what did you guys think about the opening scene? Uh, I The opening scene caught my attention um, because, well, I, I love Western, so a good shootout is going to always get my attention. And I like movies that start off fast with something for me to look at. And the opening scene is a lot of shooting, a lot of fast, a lot of precision. And that's what caught my attention right away. You see, I'm like that too, though. I'm like, okay, if the movie actually gives me a good action point at the very beginning of this film, I'm going to be sucked in. Don't get me wrong. I love a slow buildup to a certain movie, but it depends yeah. on if it actually adds something later on in the 10 to 15 minutes that you're actually watching the film. But this is actually, it just hits you right then and there. And I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it hits you as soon as the opening, pretty much the opening scene it, it's hitting you with a whole lot of stuff, even though you don't know the character's name or how this, how the, the plot, anything. Yeah. I'm seeing that a lot in, um, <clears throat> like bank robbing movies or whatever the genre is you want to call it, that they open up with this action scene of just them robbing the bank and you think, oh no, it's a typical bank robbery. But um, if there's a certain way and angle that each of the movies can present it in a different way, I think that that is what catches the audience's attention. So you won't exactly. just be like, oh boy, here we go, another bank robber. Another heist movie, paint yeah, by the numbers. Oh boy, yes, get down, we know, get down. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, but uh-huh. the way they actually do this film is actually smart, though. These are not your average heist people or anything like that. This is actually a smart crew, especially when you think about how they actually sneak out of buildings 
and stuff like that, and they actually know how to get in, get out without being noticed. Yeah, and I think they probably based it on that 1997 Hollywood shootout. Oh, that's probably um, that I don't know. Yeah, was that real? Yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, back in 1997, they had a shootout just like this where they were dressed in um, Kevlar vests and had assault rifles and they had timed it up and all this other stuff. And when they got surrounded, this was out in Hollywood. And when they got surrounded, they literally shot Mm. the cops. They were just walking down the street with AK um, 47s or whatever the assault rifles were, and they were just shooting cops left and right. I mean, it was on live TV. I remember it because I was like, What in the world? I thought it was a TV yeah, show, I but think it was real. If you live in Hollywood, you would think, Oh, that's not real until you get shot in the arm. You're like, Wait, am I in the movie? <laughs> oh my god, oh, it's not real. Yes, and and I was kind of, you know, I went back and I saw the footage on YouTube of the actual Hollywood shooting in LA in 97. It is so many elements in this movie that they picked up from that incident. But, you know, reality was wilder than than mm. even this movie. It was crazy. I can definitely see that. Wow. Um, oh, John, another... I have a question. Sorry. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Go on ahead. When we were watching this movie, because um, I randomly turned on, you know, Netflix, um, and I was like, Den of Thieves, okay, I've been seeing that on my list. And then, you know, my sister was like, well, I want to watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> but then, like she, Cause yeah, I love like Hallmark. she said, when she saw the opening scene, she's like, oh, my God. So it was like a domino effect. Like, she was watching it, and my dad's like, oh, I haven't seen this in a long time. So it's like a family movie. In a sense. <laughs> like a family movie. <laughs> family <laughs> That's the Jackson family movie night. <laughs> I love that. Over. She's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> so, anyway, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I'm getting to my question. I had to set it up for you. It's okay. But, yeah, wasn't was this shot in Atlanta, too? Because when we were watching it, we were like, that alleyway looks like a street in Atlanta, and that train looks like a martyr train in Atlanta. So, it was just some, LA, of, it, right? some of it was in downtown Los Angeles. Then there was also. Yeah, most of it was in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Although it said in uh, California, apparently filmed. Yeah, there was actually some places around Atlanta that they actually filmed in. Oh, I knew it. Okay, because I was like, oh, I'm Georgia State. Okay. That's where I went to school. And they always, they always <laughs> yeah. filmed and, and the yeah, MARTA train always, that kept like, whizzing by. Where I went to school at Georgia State, <laughs> it's like a little um, street or alleyway where everybody always films like bank robbing movies. Or like shootout movies. I don't know why. Maybe that's a seedy little hallway <laughs> or a streetway that they just filmed there. Well, it is downtown yeah, it is. Atlanta. I don't know. Okay, continue, John. I just yeah, it's a to, whole lot of alleyways. I just wanted to make feel. sure because I wanted to. I'm like the street yeah. looks familiar. I walked but that yeah. street. You know. But yeah, the skyline and stuff like that is Los Angeles based, but some of the other stuff that you actually see is actually in Atlanta. Okay, good. Thank you, John. Okay, You're continue. Welcome, yeah. Okay, so then we actually have Ice Cube's son that's actually trying to do this whole entire thing where he's just the getaway driver and stuff like that. And he winds up, you know, you actually have Gerard's Butler character that comes into the 
uh, bar and basically he winds up thinking that he was involved with the, with everything, which he was, but he he's just saying, hey, look, man, I'm just the getaway driver. I don't know anything. Baby driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a baby driver. Baby driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, that wasn't until he gets kidnapped from, after, uh, from Gerard Butler, though, that he actually questions that. Because at the bar, he's just over there serving him a drink or whatever, you know, and he's like, well, there's a lot of funny people that just comes through here, don't they? A lot of crooked cops and everything that just come here. He goes, yeah, man, a lot of crooked people come here. Yeah. So what do you want? In Switzerland, <laughs> neutral territory. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's neutral territory between the cops mm-hmm. and the criminals. Right. It's like this is their safe yeah. place, their mm-hmm. safe haven. Yes. But yeah. I do like the how it actually, he wakes up in the hotel room talking about uh, Ice Cube's son. And then all of a sudden... You know, he wakes up and he sees all uh, prostitutes, strippers in this place. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, look, if you're into that gay shit, I, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his pants were right. wet. And he didn't, <laughs> he didn't know why his pants yeah, were wet. And then he's seeing these guys <laughs> around you and you're like, what kind of gang is this? He's like, no, nah, son, we the cops. He's like, what? I need to see some badges. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, and and you know, and I think we got a bad track because um, Gerald Butler's character is a hot mess. Yes. Even from the from the first scene, you can tell he is like a little training day meets a little um, lethal weapon. Mel he does. Lethal yeah. weapon. He definitely <laughs> does have that Denzel type of vibe to him because, That's especially right. when everybody, yeah, because if you remember, he goes, "Well, is there anything fucking to eat?" And all of a sudden, he picks up the donut and eats it, and then it's like, yeah, and it's ev- actually evidence, I believe, that's actually on the ground. Yeah, with blood <laughs> and he's on. Uh huh. Yeah, and then he throws it on the dead body, and he's like, "Yo." <laughs> Somebody's coming. I'm like, right. yeah. And he's like, well, it's four of them. I mean, they can use them other three. Yeah, or whatever. Right, right. I guess, like, <laughs> when you have cops in that unit, maybe there's a unit. There are cricket cops. We all agree, but maybe there's a, a gang unit. You know, they have gang units. Like, you can't just be like Mr. Yeah, Law trying to go after right. criminals. Like, some kind of way you have to be kind of seedy because you get further. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like the old um, Red Dog mm-hmm. unit. Well, think of it like this, though. In, when I was in high right. school. Right, and also think of it like this. This crew is kind of like the crew that we actually got from American Gangster, where they had their own crew yeah. taking down all these other gangsters and stuff. Oh, you know, Russell Crowe could mm-hmm. be in this, too. Like, Russell Crowe can do uh, Gerard Butler scene because they like the same person <laughs> to me when they do these scenes. When they no, do they these not. scenes... No, they're not. <laughs> when they do... no, they are both similar. Maximus, they, they are both similar. Maximus is not Leonidas. I don't know where you're getting that from. <laughs> she likes them Tamika, both. I agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Two versus <laughs> one. Boom. Winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she likes she likes Maximus too. But I'm just saying, like Maximus Aurelius is saying, his own universe, this right over there. That Gerard Butler is doing, I I could see Russell Crowe doing it too. That's what I was saying. That too, yeah, because okay. he did an American Gangster. Right, old. right? Wasn't he kind of seen <laughs> right. in American Gangster? <laughs> yeah, he was, Russell Crowe was actually an American Gangster. He actually played a similar. Type role that Gerard Butler is actually playing because if you think of it like this, 
he's playing a guy, a detective, that his marriage is going down down a bad, slippery slope. His wife is even questioning about his own um, investigations and stuff like that, too. And even whenever he's coming home late, and she actually sees his text message the next day, he goes, oh, what bad bitch were you with? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But you can definitely tell that he's actually, his marriage has hit rock bottom. He's going down the slippery slope about on the same level as these people that he's trying to arrest. It's like the criminal life is actually coming into place with the life of the police officers. Mm-hmm. Yes, Cal, yeah, similar to training okay. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're John. We're well, nah, it, it's lawyer, similar. To... So we got to put out. We got to <laughs> step up our game. Go ahead, counselor. You may approach the I bench. I mean, it, yeah, I know. May yes, I approach the may. bench, Your Honor? Yeah. You know what? I, I do. I think me and Mika talked about it. I could have did without his marriage, the marriage part, and the kids, and. Even though it was funny when he went over to the house to sign the divorce papers, that part was funny. It was, but I could I could have did without all of that because I mean, from the first thing you know, he's a hot mess, right? So to me, they should have just basically said he divorced, he a hot mess, and then spent more time, I think, with uh, Merriman and how he interacts with you know, with his crew and, you know, and I guess he had a girlfriend or something, you know, just had more time with the planning of the robbery and the police were and the cat and mouse stuff than all that, that stuff about his divorce. I mean, you already, you can look at him and tell he does not have a happy marriage. No. There's no way. And <laughs> I, w- I didn't mind them actually showing, um, the night after where the, his wife actually sees the text messages and stuff like that, and then set up that's, and I'll be like, okay, that's grounds for divorce, and stuff like that, then they can set away from that, and then they can actually go on ahead and go into that whole entire scene where you actually say, see the character that you just mentioned, inside the gun range, and he's shooting a drug, Butler's shooting his gun, and then the other guy's shooting his gun at that gun range. Yeah. That kind of mouse skin that you mentioned. So, Yes, that is something that I really wanted them to focus a lot more on was the whole entire cat and mouse mm-hmm. game, especially whenever he comes into his apartment, whenever he had that stripper with him. And so it was be the stripper mm-hmm. was actually connected <laughs> in with that character. Now, that was um, what's his name? Apartment, wasn't it? Drew Butler's. Yeah, that was Merriman's yep, apartment. Merriman's. And my, okay. my dad said. And I think that was his girlfriend. Yeah, remember right. dad? Our dad was talking about how how can a cop leave his gun on the counter in that apartment like that, knowing that uh, Merriman could have just yeah. grabbed it too. He was like, that was kind of careless on his part. That's true too. I mean, if I was a cop, I would actually have that in my in my bedroom, regardless of the fact. Because number one, you're sleeping with a stripper who's actually someone that you don't even know in the first place you just know we're over a couple of hours and you're sleeping with her and you don't know what kind of neighborhood she lives in you don't know who's going to be knocking on her door or anything like that you know yep. so well I, you know i think he i think he knew this was Merriman's woman wow. and i think she was there in that scene when he went and said he was uh, friends with donnie uh, 
and they were friends at the gym. I think she was oh. at the Benny Hanna's. Okay. So he kind of knew she was a strip. She was Merriman's girlfriend stripper or whatever. Okay. But I agree with you, John. I wouldn't have left my gun out there if I know I'm screwing Merriman's girlfriend exactly. in his house. Exactly. That part didn't make sense to me. And mm-hmm. then I like how he just, I nah. like how Merriman actually comes in and then Drive Butler's getting dressed, but he, he has a towel. So he goes on hand, wipes himself off with the towel, and then just throws the towel um, on the floor like it's his house. Like they, yeah, you start to see that both of them have yeah. like this giant kissing contest, like my dick is bigger than yours contest. Exactly. I definitely got that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then, it's like as soon as they met, as soon as they really met and squared up each other, which I think was at the Benihana's. It was it was mano y yeah, mano. Mano mano, yeah. <laughs> From that like point on. Like two alpha dogs yeah. fighting. Yeah, because yeah, definitely two alphas. Yeah, one who's yeah, this is definitely two alphas. Especially at that part, like I mentioned, with the whole entire shooting range, though, that's actually how you knew that there was like two alpha yeah. dogs, pretty much. You know, staring at <laughs> staring each other down. It's like, okay, who can actually get the better marksmanship than I can? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we got to talk about the prom scene. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's go on ahead. Oh, that's too funny. The prom scene was just hilarious. (laughs) I'm not even going to go back to my prom scene of dad frying fish (laughs) right before I go out of my prom. No, definitely not. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. What in the world are you doing? Maybe it's a California thing. Why do you decide to... I know. Like, why are you frying fish when I'm trying to go out to the prom? Oh but anyway. Yeah, the prom thing is um, 50 cent. Oh, do, can we talk about the scene or that spoiler alert? Yeah. Okay. Well, 50 yeah. cent's daughter, you know, she was opening the door and a date, which is a creep. He was like, ooh, damn, you fine. Uh-huh. Looking her up and down like a piece of steak. So that's disrespectful, number one. Right. <laughs> and then yes. And he was looking up yeah, and down her and mama. Then 50 Cent come out like, yo, man, I need to holler at you. And he take him in the room and all the merry <laughs> men. It looked like a gang courtyard. All these gangsters out there in the garage with um like what? Weights and everything else. Like they about right. to Yeah. Or, it looked like a yeah, gangster's gym in the garage. <laughs> And he like, you see all these men, man? These my crew. You gonna bring her back at what? What he said, 10 10 30. 10 30. 11 30. That's okay. too late. But anyway. Yeah, he said 11 30. <laughs> That's yeah. too late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The date was about to piss his pants. Like, oh my God, they're going to rape me. <laughs> I thought that was excellent. No, nah, he was. I thought that scene was excellent. Yeah, no, nah, he knew they were going to beat his butt. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, all dads should do that. Like, if I have kids, I would do that. <laughs> Well, I'm wondering can they can they be rented out for prom oh, day? Can, can you rent out you all them dudes? They have multiple bookings for all the daddies who who let their daughters go oh, out to prom. Man. Shoot, all you gotta do is just go ahead and get Will Smith and uh, 
Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that scene in Bad Boys. We was like, who that motherfucker? Oh, I, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I remember that one. Hello, you, Reggie. I mean, think hell. You look like you're uh, thirty-four. You thirty-four? No, sir. No, sir. I know. Or the, but yeah, the most oh my god, Zen scary scene was in right. Karate Kid. Was that four? Right, where um the guy was coming over to um where Mr. Miyagi was in the kitchen chopping onions. No, that was part three. three. That was part three. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi was in the <laughs> kitchen chopping onions, and the monks were sitting at the table like gangsters, like yo, what up? Oh. He's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the fourth a... one. That was the fourth one. Yeah, he's like, "What time are you gonna have a home?" And the guy was like, "Um, like ten. And then he kept chopping the onions fast. And then the moths <laughs> were fanning fast. Like, what time? <laughs> oh God, I love it. Oh Lord, and see, I'm not even gonna tell you. I had never watched Karate Kid. So I'm like, I don't know. God, what you know. Look at it. You gotta listen to our review. <laughs> We have a review, everybody, on yep. the Karate Kid series. We did All one through four. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless promotion. Okay. Shameless <laughs> promotion. Oh, Lord. But, well, you'll have to have a review for me. No, we I'm do like, have a review. It's called Our Review. Yep. Me and John. It's on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, y'all it's did review Apple. it. Oh, okay. It's on Google Play and all streaming platforms <laughs> near you. <laughs> Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carry on. Okay. So carry on. Okay. So we get past the prom scene, and then we actually have the whole entire other heist that they want to start planning out, where they're going to end up taking the money before it's actually shredded, because you can actually there's actually money that bad money that actually gets shredded, and therefore that's the money that they're going to try and take. Yes, and. We got to go back to the stripper because Merriman with the cat and mouse game, yeah. he, it seems like he tells the stripper to tell Gerald Butler some bad info that they're going to rob the bank Pico Rivera. Right. It's a Pico... They're going to rob that bank. Right. Which is a smaller bank, which is, doesn't make any sense for them to even rob. But you could, no. because if I was a cop, I'm like, wait, this doesn't make sense. They're used to bigger jobs than this. Why would they pick yes. number one? Why would they pick um, a sewer where the sewage place is actually cemented for one thing? And there's only not that many back doors or front doors that you can enter and out of. So why would they actually pick a smaller mm-hmm. bank like that? I so they should have actually thought that feel out. Feel like I missed that scene. Did he tell the baby driver, aka Ice Cube son? <laughs> did he tell him that, or he told the stripper? He told the stripper, even though I'm I'm sure um, Baby Driver knew. Well, Baby Driver had right. to know because he was in on the second part of this heist. But that was the that was the feint to get the police tied up. Uh, see, at the when you bank. watch this movie, every little detail goes by. So it's like you have to watch this movie yeah. two or three times to just to get every scene we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's a that's why it's a cool movie because I mean I had to see it again and I, I picked up little things and I was like oh mm-hmm. I didn't see that the first time 
I, I can definitely see why people would actually come back and rewatch this film again. Like you mentioned, there's so much detail in this film. Yeah. That you don't really realize that, yeah. you, that you actually have to pay attention to. Like the size of the bank in itself is small. It's a, you can tell it's actually set up for a diversion. It's not set up for trying to rob a bigger, not, not set up to rob something that's big. I wonder why they fail for it. Because they wanted to, I think basically Gerard Butler just wanted to go on ahead and try and bust these guys, no matter mm. what the cost was. And he was also a hot-headed detective as well, mm. and so was the FBI. And they were just wanting to get these people before any other crime could actually break out. So they weren't actually thinking clearly. Mm-mm. So his ego got in the way. No. Right. Over his smarts. Yeah. Yeah, because he should have known when he got the information from the stripper and when Merriman came in the house when he was finished with the stripper and just looked at him and went back in his bedroom. It's like he should have known that he was setting you up. Most definitely. Because even when she just voluntarily just talks to him about it, I'm sorry, but if I was dating someone that I knew, I would want to be interrogated, not someone that's going to voluntarily give you information. Yeah. You would want to hide. Exactly. You would want to hide that kind of information. You're not going to voluntarily tell a police officer where your boyfriend's going to be at or girlfriend's going to be at, at a point where they're going to get arrested. Or if you were in on it, you have to make it more realistic where they like, tell me. Right. And then they smack you around. You're like, no. Right. The fourth smack. Okay. You know, you got to make I'll it a little you. bit realistic. Now, hey, how you doing? Oh, they're going to rob this bank. <laughs> my what? Right. Yeah, exactly. No. You gotta <laughs> play along. Yeah, yeah, and it, but I think like John said, Gerald Butler was so hot headed. He had gotten so fixated on Merriman that he just wanted to beat him to the mm. punch. And Merriman and, was one hundred ten steps mm-hmm. uh, ahead of them, no matter which way that you looked at it. Yeah. So yeah, Merriman was the. The gang. <laughs> They're um, a group of Marines, right? Going back to what they were. Yeah, they're yeah, they're a group of Marines. And as a matter of fact, you can even see that in um, Ice Cube's son's tattoo. There, whenever he wakes up, there's actually a, t- a Marine tattoo. Mm, yeah, to signifies that that's that he's part of the Marine. So it's like it's like I don't know if boys think about this. But it's like, what if the Marines and the cops had a shootout? Who would win? You know how you do if right, the which... Hulk versus Captain America, who would win? Like Titans, two Titans getting together, you know? Well, it's also like, which one's better, the Marines or the Army kind of thing? Yeah. Because there's always beef between the two, the military. Yeah. There's always that kind of beef going on between the two of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I... And I think that final shootout was pretty much like the Marines versus the cops. In Atlanta. Because I was in Atlanta. (laughs) Let's also talk about the heist thing in itself, though, where they actually get the armored truck, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're trying to go through the checkpoints, and then, you know, you're thinking that these cops are actually going to catch on to them or whatever, especially whenever they're late and everything and then they're like oh no we're not this, we're just a little late we got stuck in traffic 
Yeah, I was holding my breath the whole time with that scene. I was like, oh, they're going to get caught because it's every little thing. And they're like, hey, wait. And I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it. I knew it. <laughs> and they was like, oh, I know. But it I was, was like, oh, God. <laughs> but it was so it was so smart how they set up the whole the main bank yeah, robbery going from the little bank to the main heist. And I really thought they were going to get caught when they first went in there. And he was just holding up this piece of paper. I'm like, oh, yeah, Lord, that so ain't going to work. Sense, the audience but, was fooled just like Gerard Butler because we were keen. We were right. honed into how they're going to get away or their trap. We didn't really see that, oh, this could be a getaway. Yeah. Especially whenever the, like I said, yeah. especially when the sword line is actually submitted in. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, how are they going to get out if the sword line is actually submitted in? There's no way out of this thing. Yeah. But they wind mm-hmm. up drilling a hole to get out and go to where they need to go to. Yes. And, and I think that's why, I, oh, well, I don't know how much you can say, but basically earlier on in the movie, Jared Butler and his people set this up by going through the history of Merriman and his crew and all the bank robberies they did before he mm. went to prison. That's true. And when you look at that scene then you should have known you know they got other ways of getting out of that bank. That's true. That's actually very true. And then uh, another thing too that was actually smart was I love Luigi, the guy who was actually doing the money and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, the yeah, black, black dude. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you in on it with oh, them? I couldn't yeah. quite figure out what well, he, was. he was one of the workers that shreds the money. To be honest with you, yeah, I couldn't figure it hey, out. Go back and rewatch it. And the part where at the very end of it, when they pass each other, there's actually a scene. I think I want to say it's Luigi. I'm not 100% sure. But there is a scene where they actually show, I think, uh, one of the workers from that place. And I think it might have been Luigi. Are we talking about the bar scene? Yep, there's a bar we scene. We thought when Mo- maybe when- like Luigi went into the... Well, that bar is... That's neutral ground bar, right? Like criminals and everybody goes there. Right, right. Hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's how... Uh, how O'Shea Jackson winded up meeting up with Luigi or something mm. and passing. Yeah, because that's that bar, um, Ziggy's or whatever, was the bar where the bank employees came after hours as right. well as criminals and oh. cops. Right. Okay. So that's why I was looking at him like, is he in on? I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, go back to the very end of it whenever Gerard Butler goes back in looking for O'Shea Jackson. And you'll and I want to say that's Luigi. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's him. I mm. think it but, is because they saw he, he yeah. saw his name tag and he was kind of putting pieces together. Right. But this movie is so smart on yeah. what it is. It, this movie knows what it's going for. It knows what it is. There's no second guessing what this movie is. And you know, I love this. Like I said, I love the scene whenever uh, you have O'Shea Jackson uh, coming out of that whole entire money uh, money case, and he has the yeah. thing to actually scramble <laughs> yeah. like security cameras and stuff like that. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, that felt very um, Mission yeah, Impossible. And, um, Ocean's like. 12. Definitely yeah. 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 11, the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> especially when Merriman and 50 Cent are there waiting and they're talking, and then um, O'Shea is in the box. And that's the part that I'm that I'm still I still have a question on, and I don't even know if we can even talk about what? it. What what was your question though? <laughs> How did he switch the money? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Mm. That that's still my. I, I don't watch it. I don't have to watch right. it again because I'm like, how did he switch the money on them? <laughs> We're just gonna have to rewatch that and regroup on that, See, and then just have a discussion about, amongst you ourselves. Watch it like three, four times. <laughs> right. It's like you gotta watch <laughs> it. You gotta go play pause. Play pause. pause. But <laughs> I also liked it too, where he disguises himself as a Chinese. Uh, takeout guy because we actually do oh yeah because here's the thing we're wondering why he went to this Chinese restaurant in the begin with was he going to be a bartender there because she did say that he has to split the tips with her so I'm thinking that he was just going in to be a bartender but then instead it's just him being a delivery guy for the Chinese uh, for Chinese food takeout yeah I'm, I'm just impressed in general the length he went to to fill out an application <laughs> do all this stuff <laughs> this is going to be part of my plan hello I'm here for my job interview yeah wow. what <laughs> no I mean I, I figured it was some ulterior motive for why he was there to with the Chinese delivery right and then when he started going to the bank I'm like oh okay because I knew he wasn't doing that for no reason right well, I definitely... actually, I kind of thought at first that, oh, they're on to him from Ziggy, so he has to go to the Chinese delivery for another oh. job. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> another job. Oh, oh. The I can see. <laughs> see O'Shea going, I know what to do. We're going to go, I'm going to get a job at the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. They'll never expect anything. They won't expect it. <laughs> and they yeah. don't, because you be so tempted. You be so, like, thrown off by the smell of Chinese food. You don't know what's mm -hmm. going on. And that's smart. <laughs> Which, clearly, the, the security guards like, were. They were thrown good. off by the smell of good Chinese food. <laughs> and then I loved how he also pins. He goes, how did you get in here? Oh, it was the other guy from the other shift that let me in. Um, because remember the, guard, yeah. the security guard's like how did you get in oh it was the other guy from the other ship that left me in oh we had a question we because yeah. we have questions when we when we saw this at first because we see little plot holes you know like Daisha was saying why do we have to know about his his love life or lack thereof talking about O'Shea or uh, Gerard Butler no that was yeah. Gerald Butler Gerard's I feel like well, it was Michael. just us to get to know the character a little bit more, yeah, to go a little bit deeper into his character. A little bit. And to understand, yeah, he's way deep into this thing than what we thought. Yeah, we know about the strippers and everything, but we don't know a great deal about his home life that much. So it was just to give us a little bit more of a heads up on who he is as a person. Yeah. Well, my other question That's what I gathered. was... Um... You know, when O'Shea is walking out and you said, oh, the other guy let me in. And the women tasted the Chinese, pardon me, the women tasted the Chinese food and they're like, oh, this tastes bad. Hey, stop him. You know, and you right. see the 
like Daisha pointed this out, you see the guards stand up to run after him, but that's all. It's like, cut. You know, and then you see Gerard Bull and his gang get him. And you're like, wouldn't it make sense to have the guard run out and say, hey, you, and then he run, and then Gerard Butler and his crew get the truck. Like, would that make more sense? That would make more sense, but it also depends on the seconds, how how long it actually took for them to grab him before the security guard could get to him. Well, how long was that hallway? Yeah. <laughs> how long was it for the door? God, was... It wasn't well, that long was... of a hallway either, though. That's another no, thing. No, it yeah, wasn't. I okay, I saw him. And it was I know. Him. I mean, you know, O'Shea was just yeah. walking down the street I mean, like a hallway. Right. Like, yeah, okay. Said, hey, and I'm just like, where that security guard that was trying to run after him? Oh, where where he went? It's like he got up for a minute and he's like, Oh, never mind. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he got up for a minute and then O'Shea was two miles away. Well, I'm like, what? Where the security guard was going to get up and then the phone call, and he's like, oh, I got a phone call or something that just don't leave me hanging. Well, another thing that was actually funny, though, too, was remember uh, White Castle, what's that? Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle whenever they go down it, the hallway. Yeah. Well, there's a scene where they go in the hallway and it's like, I forgot my jacket. And they're not even that far away from their door or whatever. And like, should we go back? Just no, we went too far. We need to go. And that's how I felt like with the security guard. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I felt like, you know, the security guard's like, you know what? They, he went too far. I can't go anywhere beyond this point right here. So, well, We're good. He so like you're crafting Chinese food. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, it's a force field. It, it's like, I can't get past this force field. Oh, well. But yeah, that's also another thing, though, too. Maybe maybe the rules of that particular bank is like, only so you're only allowed so far to a certain point to where you can't go after that person. Probably. I'm thinking in, in real life, it's only so far a security guard can go, can go before the police have well, to take over. He could have called the cops or something because he was... Um, For what? Just, crappy Chinese well, he was, well, he was. I know! He was <laughs> suspicious anyway of him. And then he's like, okay. And then it felt like when the women called because of the bad Chinese food and they want their money back, he was like, oh, I knew something was over that guy. But then it's like drop. Yeah, but that, that's not a that ain't enough. That's not enough to call the no, cops about. That's just, that's just them. Oh well, right. it's just them wanting their money back for a crappy Chinese. Food. I am. Yeah, I just feel. I'm even surprised he got up out of his chair. To be honest, I thought he'd been like, yeah, whatever. Right. I just feel a little bit incomplete. That's all. <laughs> but whatever. But you know, I, I was okay with that. I wasn't. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, and then there's the whole scene where the the black security guard now is actually questioning the people that are carrying the money back into the truck and everything too. And this guy is actually smart. He actually asks them for their ID one more time, mm-hmm. checks their their paperwork again. Mm-hmm. This guy actually knows who about the in and outs of the security guards and stuff. You talking about the guy that was saying you guys are late? And we run a tight right. shoe. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, you could tell he was suspicious mm-hmm. of them. He, cause he, he was suspicious they were late. And then he was just, 
he just didn't get a good vibe from him, and you can tell he couldn't yeah. put his finger. Especially on Merriman, him. though. I mean, if you think about it like that, this guy is like someone that you don't want to get in a tussle with. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? No, the, no. If I was, because I mean, he's six. Right. He's six foot five, right. so that's yeah. a big dude. Right. So of course he would actually come off a little bit more rough than. O'Shea Jackson would or anything like that, especially when you have 50 Cent with you too. So you have two big yeah. dudes <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Especially 50 Cent, he got yeah. shot before, so he's like, this ain't a movie to me. Got... It's real life, son. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, but he is, he's um, Pablo Shriver is a very big, imposing yeah, dude. Yeah, and yes. side note, Pablo Shriver is also the security guard at Orange is the New Black. He plays porn stash, if anybody's seen Orange is the New Black. He's like <laughs> the creepy security dude. And I didn't know it, and I was like, he was familiar. And then I was, you know, like the librarian nerd I am. I was like, where is he from? Right. What movies he's done? And then I went back, and he was in Orange is the New Black. And me and my dad watched Orange is the New Black. I guess that's all the family movie we got going on here. And um, then I showed Daisha. Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen Daisha. it yet. She's like, what? <laughs> also, he was the Irish god in American Gods. And Daisha was like, what? So he's one of those <laughs> actors that's kind of morphed into his character really well. Yeah, because I mean, I see he's a leprechaun yeah. in American Gods. I mean, the biggest ass with leprechaun you ever seen. With uh, yeah, with orange hair, and you would not think no. that's Merriman. Mm. I mean, he really and is a morph. He morphs into way. other he's stuff. He's like the creepiest, slimiest security guard that sleeps with the girls, and he has this big porn stash and a turtleneck, <laughs> and he's like puny, with like nineteen eighties hair. And you're like, oh, what a creep. Yes. But we I'm have sorry. to get to Go the ahead. last shootout. Right. That was that was the great part of the movie. Yeah. The okay. last shootout in Atlanta. Sorry. The last shootout was really good. <laughs> I have to say the action sequences yes. were really good. And then uh, you don't even yeah. expect him to actually have this big old huge automatic machine gun, like a Gatlin type <laughs> gun or anything like that. And draw yeah. brothers telling everyone to get down underneath their car and everything, uh, in their passenger seats and stuff like that. That would not have stopped. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. They needed to get out no. of their car yeah. and run the opposite way because oh. that that gun right there was not going to be the type of gun that you would actually need to duck down. Yeah, or at least get out of the car and get low <laughs> no, to the right. ground, like off, like touching the ground. Right. But uh, yeah, for a gun like that, you better hope that that protects you, but probably the only protection you had was to get low inside right. your car. Another thing, too, and we forgot to actually bring up was Jerry from The Walking Dead was in this uh, was in this movie. Oh, the big Samoan guy? Who? Yeah, this big Samoan oh, guy was actually yeah. in. Oh. We forgot to bring up Jerry. <laughs> That's all I know him by. I'm just calling him oh, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Some people because that's how well the Samoans the Samoans were an integral yeah, part of this, even though you don't know it at the at when you yeah, first right. watch it. Yeah, and but... they all related to the rock. But oh really? No. <laughs> no. She's just making up the <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, what? 
I'm sorry. I, I, I just got quiet. I got quiet on purpose just to see what your reaction was. I know. Was. It just seemed like everybody's related Girl. to the rock. I'm sorry. I'm about, I'm about to send Mika my Afro emoji from the rock. <laughs> like, hey. what you talking about? I'm sorry, John. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the shootout scene was really good. It was well choreographed and everything. I didn't see anything wrong with that scene at all. I thought it was very intense. I secretly, like my 1980s action movie, part of me secretly wanted that to be like a bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) It goes through. Well, I mean, you had a... You had a salt rifle. What else do you want? For no reason. Or a missile. For no reason. Just like Rambo. (laughs) <laughs> but another thing though too Ugh. is that I liked was there was no shaky cam and no, it also complements no. the story and you actually know where mm. what the person's that the target that the other person is shooting at. Hmm. Yeah, and I like the way the actors you can tell all of the actors really put in time yeah, for this they had movie. To. Because the yeah, yeah because the way they were going but the way they were going between their Weapons between automatic rifle, handgun, <laughs> all these different guns. I mean, it takes practice. Yeah, yeah, you can tell they they went to some type of academy, or they had police training, or military training, or something, where they had to learn how to be good. Yeah, yeah, they they worked with some um some type of um gun specialist or handgun yep. specialist yeah. or something because the way they were especially in that last battle the way they were going from you know a large gun to a small handgun to a you yeah, know i mean they knew their way around Pablo, a weapon which they had to know right. whatever yeah. gun that was like he actually got into like a i don't know if it's a proper position when he first shot it off, but he was like basically securing his shoulder and then just shooting whatever that Tommy gun looking thing was that he had. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, they, they definitely put effort into, into yeah, that's handling the weapon. Something. Just like for no reason at all, John Wick. <laughs> just like with John Wick. <laughs> I think they oh, had to um, yes. go through the same training. Right, to learn how to shoot all the guns. Yeah, he had to go through a bunch of assault training yeah. and stuff like that, like with the FBI and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So it was definitely well yeah. done. I appreciate oh, their, yeah. work, their hard work because that it makes it more authentic, you know. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm surprised it was just $30 million because the actors put in a lot of work on, yeah. on this. Most definitely. I think. Yeah, it it no, they didn't they didn't have step. They all came with a lot of training, and clearly they all yeah, worked out. Right. Yeah. Well, except Gerald Butler. <laughs> no, no, he, he had that little good himself. <laughs> he just eats and drinks, and I'm a Scottishman. He <laughs> right. Yeah, look like he hung it up since three hundred. Yeah, he hung he's up like, and getting in shape stuff. <laughs> but I did go to Marksman training. I ain't got there because I'm like, dude, you got a beer belly. Everybody else tight, tight. Then Jared <laughs> Butler, like, I'm like, dude, what you drinking yeah. beer between tastes? I got time for this. I just went to my marksmanship Jeez. training class, and that's all you get. <laughs> I right now he was tight with the guns. Now he knew. He yeah, knew about the guns. Shooting scene, you can see it too. It's like when right. um, Pablo yeah. is running. 
you know, like a like Superman just bouncing all over the place. And then Gerard was like, huh, huh. It's running after him. He's just he tired. Like, oh, he like, huh, right. huh. And then he shoot him. I got time for this <laughs> shot. <laughs> but yeah, um, as for the plot twist and stuff like that too, I thought it was good. But the plot twist, and then that's all I'm going to mention because, like I said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was a very good yeah, plot twist. Yeah, it was great. That's all I'm going to say. With the martyr train. <laughs> right. And we were joking uh-huh. about the martyr train. Like, what's going on? What's <laughs> yeah, going on? No. Let's go back around. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, the martyr train kept passing by. <laughs> like, ooh, what's going oh, on down snap. there? Oh, <laughs> he shot. Whoa, let, let me go, go back, back over the there. Oh, snap. Yeah, <laughs> no. about the train, too. <laughs> yeah, Everything. the train kind of distracted us. <laughs> well, the train passing by, I'm like, how did this I'm train like, not well, shot that's up? Not the schedule. I remember when I rode that train. <laughs> right <laughs> now, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. But is there any other thoughts that you wanted to talk about? Or um, so when is Dan Dan of Thieves two? You know, they're gonna put that in the theaters you think was that pre-quarantine I, you heard about too well this is back in 2018 i'm not sure if anybody's mm-hmm. gonna i don't know sure if it's still gonna happen or not as of right now mm-hmm. but i hope so i hope so i hope so because i really i enjoyed um, it i i really would like to see a, a part too. Yeah, I really I hope, would. Well, yeah me too that's all i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's all I can okay, say. I myself. It, it's more I can say about wow. I really hope we can see a part two. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Some some type of part two. All right. Well, when it yes, was, yes, I, I vaguely remember the promotion for Den of Thieves, and I think it seemed like it was geared toward like, oh, this is gonna be a Fifty Cent movie. But he was just a side character. Right. So, but I'm glad that they actually gave O'Shea uh, Jackson actually a chance to actually shine in this film and let him carry his own movie. Because yeah. we saw what he could do with Straight Outta Compton. And now he actually can actually shine on his own. It's just great. And you can definitely tell that he is Ice Cube's son. <laughs> and also, too, he's not under that shadow like Will Smith had his son under. Oh, so he's able to do a lot more. Um, I have a funny yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, a very good actor too. I mean, yeah, he was very good so in this I, movie. I have a funny story, briefly. Okay. Um, so you know, my dad's watching Den of Thieves. You know, the family movie, family movie time, Den of Thieves. And uh, my dad was like, "Oh, who are you talking about? Ice Cube?" I said, "Dad, it's not Ice Cube. That's his son." He like, "Huh?" I had to tell him that three times. He like, "That's oh, not wow. Ice Cube." I'm like, "No, Dad." So like, he's like, oh man, I thought Ice Cube was in here. I'm like, no, Dad, it's his That's son. funny. <laughs> yeah, so Dad just called him. Yeah, Ice that Cube helped Jr. him. Hey, there you go. <laughs> ah, Ice Cube. He said, "Ain't no Ice Cube was in this movie." Yes. Wow, he looked young. <laughs> like, That's yes. nice. like 90s, and, 80s, you know, Ice Cube, '90s Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that Pablo Shriver gets you know, more um, pub than he does. I'm sure he sits in the shadow of Ray Donovan. Yeah. But, like, um, um, right. you know, it's it's amazing how he morphs right. himself, though. I mean, that's Most amazing definitely. to yes. me because I could not believe he was a leprechaun and he was Merriman, too. If you I look at Orange is the New Black, 
like just one season one at least one episode season one you'll see him you like he'll gross you know <laughs> like actors like right. him they blend into the background and you want you root for them to be like aliens but you know you're kind of satisfied with where they are in a sense most definitely yeah. all right so i think that's pretty much yes. it for the show and everything i just want to say thank you guys for being on and wanting to do this i really do have a blast every single time when you guys are actually on here with me and i can't wait to do this again yes i can't either we need to yes, find another can't wait so can review it all three of us okay for sure i know for sure cool all right i know all right everyone so this is john from movie loves unite i just want to say thank you for joining us another thing too is if you guys want to, feel free to donate me a cup of coffee. That if you don't know what uh, buymeacoffee.com is slash movie loves you night. If you guys want to go ahead, donate me a cup of coffee. You feel more more to do so. You guys don't have to, but it's just a little way of actually keeping the lights on over here to be able to uh, fund me a little bit of better equipment and stuff. Not only that, but also to get me a way of actually giving back to y'all to where I can actually do free giveaways and stuff like that. So anyways, go on ahead, check that out. And of course, and as always until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>